guys, it's Daniela and it's Azalea Gonzalez and today I'm bringing my business partner, my co-star on to this interview. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited too. I'm really, really pumped to open up her storyline and, and be able to talk about some of her difficulties thus far as an actress and a model and what it's like to go through all this and still in high school. So. Yes. <laughs> we're both so like I feel like we're a lot a lot of times when we talk we're gonna be like in sync. We're yes, so we will. in sync. So um how old are you? Because so, nobody knows how old you are. <laughs> I'm seventeen years old and I'm a senior in high school. And um you're not I actually no. I actually do online school. Um so in high school and like middle school, elementary, of course, I had, um, I had a lot of issues with like bullying and things like that. But you know, and that's why you're homeschool or you do online school. Also, because I needed a, like to be able to stretch my schedule and mm -hmm. for auditions and stuff with acting. Right. What age did you start? I started acting in eighth grade. I went to an open call, and at that open call, uh, I auditioned for a casting director, and that's actually where I met my agent as well, and she ended up signing me. Out of like 300 and something people, I got signed. I was like so grateful and appreciative for the opportunity, because I had always wanted to do acting since right. I was a little, little girl. I would see people on TV, and I I want to be on TV one day. So. Right. Even at your age, um, so you started, what age you say? It was like 13? I think that's about the time in 8th grade. Yeah. Because um, at her age, yes, there's 13. like, there's just like this huge thing that's going on on the internet right now where a lot of parents are pushing their kids in front of the camera. I don't know if you've like, seen like on YouTube where there's like these channels that are like completely yes like they're like the drama channels and they're turning against the parents because mm -hmm. they're putting their kids you know who are underage who aren't who can't even who can't even drive or vote you know putting them in front of the I camera. I wouldn't do that if they weren't comfortable with it if right. the parents are just in it for the money then it's just not a good idea. So who introduced you to like that like the industry? No, the, um, what's the word for it? I can't even, I can't even think. Um, the casting calls? Was the that casting calls, yes. Yeah. So, you know those things, those little ads that you have on Facebook where you see, like, the open calls and stuff? Oh, I signed myself up for it. Oh, that, okay. I usually okay. don't tell my parents until, you know, because, you know, write your parents' stuff down, and then I'll end up telling them whenever I get that call. So that's how you discovered that. Yes, I would sign myself up for these things all the time. Um, yeah. Do you still do that? <laughs> not really, not for those open calls or anything, because I already mm -hmm. have an agent. So there's really no point in doing that. But like for auditions, sometimes I'll go and look for them myself. Right. Dee actually told me. Oh yeah, I got it from this. Yes. Um, so your childhood is definitely very similar to mine. And we've discovered yes. that. Um, so you've said you've been signed for five years? No, four years? Eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, 
been five years? Five years. I've been signed for a year and a half. We are attached to the same agency as yes, well we as Angel. But um, the both of us for the past year and a half have really, really discovered that even at – we're both the same generation, just yes. a few years apart. But we both have very similar backgrounds in the sense of we understand neglect at such a young age. We understand pressure at such a young age. We understand um, family division. Um, Absolutely. And I feel like that's something you don't share on your social media. No, I don't really share it on my social media, mainly because, well, another thing I struggled with for a long time is caring about what people think. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone on social media cares about that. But eventually, it got to a point where, you know, (laughs) you just have to be unapologetic and not give a damn about what anybody thinks. Because if you do that, you're constantly going to judge yourself and put yourself down. But so the reason that I really didn't share my background is because I don't want anybody to think like uh, she's pitying herself. She's victimizing herself or anything like that. Or maybe not. But it can inspire children. Right. It can inspire kids that went through the same thing. So I had to look at it like that. I had to change my perspective. Um, well, I didn't mean to be like, share it all, like to be that way, just be open. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you've come across girls who are similar, you know, who grew up very similar to us. Um, how does that make you feel? Do you feel like, you know, I feel like it makes me want to share my story even more because a lot of them don't motivate themselves to find something better. They'll keep themselves stuck. And, you know, I'm trying to make a different path for myself. Some of my family, they really didn't do anything with their lives. They chose a different lifestyle than I chose. I chose to be in the industry. My brothers, they're doing amazing. They went to the Navy, and that inspired me. I chose a very challenging career. And that's the acting where you have to deal with. I was so excited in the beginning, but as I got older, I, I, I got tired of putting on an act. Mm-hmm. I always try to be so strong and happy for my family. And and then when I got into acting, I was I was playing characters, and that's like I did that my entire life, so. Why am I, like, even for my social media, I wanted to put on a smile just so that I can make other people happy and share that energy. But then, like, when you go into your room, at the end of the day, it is so lonely because people don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. They don't know who you are until you actually speak your truth. Do you feel like in today's age we have characters more like us where for example um there's a character I am playing right now in a film where she is at a young age and she doesn't realize like she has to carry such a big responsibility I'm seeing a lot more characters like us in movies yes absolutely so 
that's why I don't look at my past so negatively because that can help me nowadays. If everything that I went through didn't happen, who would I be today? Yeah. I would not be like this confident, optimistic person trying to help other people like see that we have other opportunities out there. And that's that's literally my goal on social media. Other kids, they might go to drugs and and smoking and drinking. Whereas I chose to do homeschool and focus on my career mm-hmm. <laughs> at like 13. Right. <laughs> even said, though even though it's a balance of having to handle the pressures of being successful in this career and booking and constantly working and growing, you are also dealing with family issues, family, personal stuff. You're yes. dealing with school and the pressure to finish and how important that is, like whether you choose to go to college or not. Um, do you feel like you're different because nobody else around you is making those sacrifices to not go to regular high school, miss out on prom, miss out on things like that? Yes, I definitely think, I don't see it as a bad thing that I'm missing out on like prom or dancing or anything because I feel like what's coming ahead is going to be worth it all. Right. Um... Now, I know you mentioned the whole, like, oh, I don't, I don't think, you know, I don't, you don't need those things mm-hmm. necessarily. I agree with her. I don't want people to, like, come for me. I agree with her because I never had a childhood. Like, I've always been an adult. I've always paid bills and things like mm-hmm. that. Like, the pressure, the both of us, like, relate to pressure, and that's not a good thing. So, with our family, like... <sighs> Our family didn't make the best choices either in their past. And then they expect us to be like the perfect kid. And that's that's a lot of pressure to put on a child. Mm -hmm. Um, So even like we're going to make mistakes. We're going to rebel. And we're going to learn from that. We could choose to or we could choose not to. But I choose to learn from it. Do you think the cycle ends here with you with the repetitiveness of everything that you know has happened in your childhood absolutely I wouldn't put my kid in a the same position that I had seen but I know that like in my family they had seen worse than me so they did their absolute best to raise me um is there anything that you look back on and is like oh maybe I should have done that maybe I should have started at a younger age and acting, and maybe I should have went for a YouTube channel, or should have went for this, should have went for that. Do you have that? Yes, I do say, but coulda, shoulda, woulda. You didn't do it. So, you know, and nowadays, I am like, I procrastinate sometimes. Mm -hmm. But some days I have to really motivate myself and get my butt up and, like, do it. Like, I'm going to put myself on camera today. Because if I don't do it now, then I won't do it ever. <laughs> right. What are some of the projects that you've worked on so, thus far? So whenever I first um, signed with my agency, I worked on a documentary. It was pretty cool. It was a murder documentary. Um, and it was, it was a, real? Yes. Like real, like based on In Corpus Christi, yes. Um, oh, my gosh. Apparently this guy was like, like a 
carving X's in women's back. It was that bad. Yeah, it was crazy. What? But anyway, that was my first job that I booked. Mm -hmm. And then years went by. Now, keep in mind, these are my first auditions. So right, right. I was like, st I was studying my craft. I was watching YouTube videos. YouTube, you know. Um, and I was reading Google. I was watching other actors' stories. I was, you know, just trying to perfect it. And each time I did an audition, my agent would tell me, okay, well, you, okay, you did good, but try this a little differently. So I will say, like, my agent, she was on, she was on top of me, but for good reason. It was constructive criticism, and I loved that because it helped me be better each time. How would you describe your agent? I guess say our agent. How would you our describe agent. her? What kind of role does she play in your life? Because I know what I think of her, and I know how I feel about her, which is obviously very good. But she has helped guide you. And she's very inspiring because she has so many things on the side too that she works on. But Lydia, she is sweet. She's amazing. Um, she is a great teacher. She's hard she, worker. Yes, a hard worker, and she makes sure that we does that we does that we do what we got to do and turn it in, get it done. And I'm very grateful for that. She's very on top. I think. On top of us, yes. Um, I'm gonna do a little break here. Um, so I think with Zay, Zay has, because that's my nickname for her, she has a team of people around her that she knows if she needs us, we will be there. I feel like I, I do my absolute best to be the best example. She's and, like a mentor at, to me. But at the end of the day, I'm Indeed. human. Yeah. I will make mistakes. I will fake our stories. I will get mad. I will cry. I'll get angry. I'm human at the end of the day, and I think our agent doesn't let us be that sometimes. But I feel like they have such a great um, team around her. I mean, Lydia has her own. She had her own career for the longest. Yes. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to go back like to Texas and, and then, you know, discover. Yeah, this whole agency. Yes, discover stars, discover, like, people who That's are, like. That's beautiful. Like, and, she's giving us the chance. That she had to make herself. Right. Um, so, yes, D, when D came into my life, it was a game changer because we were so alike. It yes. was two different ages, but we're really. Oh, <laughs> that's our dog. It's okay. Um, we both um, obviously have Danielle and Azalea. It's really difficult to work on, especially when she has her school, she has her career, but I have my career, which I'm you know, like falling asleep on the road half mm -hmm. the time. But um, do you feel like with us coming together, do you feel like maybe now more than ever you have a sense of more opportunity, a sense of more? Yes, and, you know, we can inspire people together too, not just individually, but together because of our different stories. Let's talk about parents for a little bit. Okay. Um, we're going to jump like back into like the growing up perspective. Um, so your parents. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, we have respect and there's yes. like a whole thing that, I mean, 
I know how I feel about mine. Mine are not here with us anymore. Um, Theys is, and we hope that they stay here for a very long time. Um, is there one, I don't want to say detail, is there one moment in time with your parents where, you know, it doesn't matter what age, it could have been yesterday, it could have been last week, mm-hmm. where you look at them and you're like, like, I'm going to be better than that. I'm going to do Many better. moments. Absolutely. Yes. Um... So, well, one thing is my parents are separated. They separated when I was a baby, so I really didn't get that beautiful childhood that I see a lot of people. They get to have these two parents and, like, just a happy, beautiful home. Right. Um, My parents are separated. And one thing that I don't think parents understand with separation is the toll that it takes on the child being fought over and your other parent constantly belittling the other one that trust me i hear the vent scene quite a bit and it's not a it's not a bad thing i think it's it's teaching yeah you and like i'm gonna be 18 soon so i was like finally this custody thing is over like i don't have to deal with y'all arguing over um, and, and the money, ugh, right. the worst part. Do you think money is one of the biggest divisions? Yes. Especially in your family? It was, it was it's definitely a challenge, yeah. Like, one thing I just don't think is right is when your parent uh, hangs the fact that they do so much for you over your head when you're, you're grateful and thankful for everything that they do for you. It really bothers me when they hang it over your head and be like, well, we did this for you, so. Right, almost kind of guilt. Yeah, like a guilt trip. I know you're very close to your dad. I love Zay's dad. I just, sometimes I'm like, oh, hey, dad. I just, like, want to <laughs> say hi, dad. Because um, I miss mine so much. Um, I think your dad is very inspiring to you. Yes, he is. What is. The, I guess one of the most inspiring things about him to you? My father, he he is very nonchalant mm-hmm. and he he just doesn't like to put himself in like drama and situations and that's something that my father inspired me with. Yeah, he doesn't stress like, himself out. Yes, like even being on social media, he doesn't pay attention to what other people have to say about him. He just does, he's, he just does him. Right, he's, he is. I noticed he's very um, wisdom. like yeah, whatever. You know, yes. he's, he's that guy. But he in the knows room. a lot because he reads a lot. I asked. That inspires <laughs> me. Sorry. No, it's okay. I asked him. Like I asked Zay to ask your dad some questions. Like, oh, has he heard about that? Has he heard about this? Like, how does he feel about like the mask being lifted? You know, how does he feel about this and things? Like, because he's he's that dad. He's that dad that you know. Okay, he always has, I don't want to say, like, the intelligent, because then that makes it sound like he's a dork. He's very self-aware. He's a self-aware person. And I don't have a lot of that on my end. So to see that in Zay's dad, he's also inspiring me to, like, research more, to read more. Because I didn't, and then, like, talking to me, he's like, oh, yeah, because I look here, and I look at that, and, and, you know, I read this, and, like, 
this is how you know they're valuable sources. And I'm yes. like, hmm. I'm like, okay, you're teaching me something I didn't know. I didn't know that you shouldn't just be reading from, you know, something with that. And she learns a lot. Yeah, I, I'm always telling her, oh, my dad said this. Yes. <laughs> like all the time. But yes, my father, he's amazing. And I cannot stand when my mom puts him down. Because my father, he... He did, he's a big part of my life. He did raise me. And when I was, um, about what age? Um, I think I was 12, 13, maybe? 12, I think. Um, CPS got involved. And mm-hmm. my dad got custody of us. And actually, my brothers chose not to, um, or they chose to live with their dads. So, like, me and my brother went with my dad, and my other brother went with his father. Um, we still, we love our, our mom. We love our mom. We love our stepdad. But we don't agree with the things that they brought us up on. Right, right. Do you feel like maybe it's, do you feel like maybe it's the South? Because I think it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think it's everywhere, but I don't think they know the effect it has on our mental and and how we act. Because I eventually started seeing myself act like how my mom or my stepdad would act. And I don't like that at all. Like I had to work on myself to make myself a better person. Sometimes they come out of you like sometimes you like because we talked about this and it's almost like they sometimes she's like oh my gosh like what I just said is like or what I just did is reminds me of my mom and that's a very scary thing especially when it's not a positive thing how have you you know practiced to overcome that because you have to practice to overcome that because you're breaking the cycle yes Uh, because it's gone on I would say generations in my family. Right. Um, so I read a lot. Mm-hmm. I read a lot into about emotions and psychology and things like that. And I basically like, I put it, I healed myself. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Um, obviously nobody's perfect. So we're going to have our setbacks, but I make sure that I continue to work on myself. I feel like you will always be growing and there will always there's always room to grow no matter what age you are sure. no matter how much success money and how it looks on paper or not on paper you're always growing and I think one of the most inspiring things about you is that you take from everything around you and you put in your own perspective and you're like hey I'm not gonna do this I'm not gonna do that I'm gonna you know do this with my platform do that with my platform I just always encourage say to open up you know, about her story and and a lot of the things that have happened because one day a producer may need a story like this and may take it to the big screen. Thank you, Dee. (laughs) I appreciate that. Like, you really, you were a big part in putting me out there and helping me put myself out there and be confident enough to do that. Yeah, don't ever, like I told you, like, don't ever feel like, you know, you're alone in this world because... This is lonely. You mentioned it. We like to keep our circle small. 
something you have to do in the industry because some people don't want to see you succeed. We both had one person. <laughs> we both had one person like kind of come at us in a way. Um, and I just feel like at the end of the day, we're both still young. We're both still growing. Like yes. I'm a young adult becoming an adult and you're a teenager becoming a young adult. So we're both, you know, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of, you know, you have to do this. You have to do that because society says, and then you have your family saying, oh, you have to do this. You have to do that because your family says, yeah. and then you have your dreams and your goals and your ambitions. Um, but I feel like any, anything that has ever been said, we both defended each other. Yes. Um, even each other's backs. Even when it was right in front of us, it was like we were there and we couldn't believe what we were reading. We couldn't believe like over a minor, it wasn't even a mistake. It was just an error. Like communication and timing was off. Yes. And to be like blown out of proportion and be told the things that we were told, some things I don't even want to repeat. It's jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing we have to deal with is people being jealous so they like to slander our names. And it's usually a female. They don't even know who we are. Right. It's usually females. It's it's I notice it's women even older women. That's exactly so horrible. Like older women do it. Those are it's usually people who wish they were or could have could, been. Yes. I remember you guys remember back in twenty nineteen we had Jennifer Lopez do, or no, 2020, she did the Super Bowl. Yes. You remember how controversial that was where everybody was like, not everybody, but. Oh, They yes. were talking about how, what she was wearing. She's gorgeous. She's Dude. beautiful. I wouldn't put that woman down. And I said, if I had that body, if you had that body, you exactly. would be doing the exact same thing. If you were <laughs> as talented as her, you were as gorgeous and smart and independent as she is, you would be doing the exact same thing. And it was, like, the women who don't look like that, who don't even have potential to look that like that. That sit at home and do nothing. Those are the ones talking their mouth, saying, oh, that was inappropriate. Yeah. How is that? Because she's Latina, is that why? Is it because, you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy. I'll share this, like, little, um, this little story. So, uh, I guess I'll mention it because they'll never see it. But my significant other now, one of his best friends, um, his wife, his new wife, we were talking about Jennifer Lopez because we watched the Super Bowl together. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Jennifer Lopez was like, you know, badass. And, you know, the weekends, whatever, you know, I was mm -hmm. like, whatever. Because he's a guy, he's not a performer, he's a singer, he's not a performer, he's not an entertainer, okay? And she was like, I was like, Jennifer Lopez, like, she did amazing, like, she did great. And then the wife said, she's not even all that, she's not even blah, blah, blah. And like, not even, not to like, put her down it's but like it's hated. like girl you don't even you don't even <laughs> look like that you, you have no potential to even exactly. be in her position and i you're like how and you're mexican mary like you're latina and you're latina here. putting another latina down. down and That's, and i but i think it's also like we deal with the different hispanics so there's like salvadorian and there's puerto rican i think because she was puerto rican maybe that may have had something to do with it yeah. but I think that she I saw this like envy come out when I spoke about her and then my significant other's like oh babe don't you love her and I was like yes like and I'm proud to love her I'm proud that she's someone I look up to 
And to see like another Latina right across the table from me put her down, it's like, dude, are you serious? Like, I agree. Um, that's another thing. We both women put putting women down, period, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, I know you see it a lot. Yes. I know you have your own little stories. Is there like one particular that you want to share? Um, I mean, it's just the normal stuff you hear. You're never going to make it. You're never going to do it. Um, those people that pushed me around, slapped me around when I was a kid. And I remember you mentioned like some of the girls in your high school when you high went school. to high school. Mm -hmm. um, they start following you back on Instagram or something. Oh, that was annoying. So, yes, there was girls that would talk a lot of mess about me behind my back. And then now they would follow me and act like we were friends. But I just... I don't like to be around people like that. Right. Do you have any... That's unauthentic, if you will. Do you have any, um, I guess, advice? I guess a, a word of advice that you give to someone who has just signed to the agency that's younger than us, yes. particularly women. Um, do you have any advice? Be yourself. Be yourself no matter what, and just, it doesn't matter what anybody you are who you are. So. All right. So plug yourself up. Let them know where to find you. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you. Okay. So my Instagram is underscore Azalea Gonzalez. My Twitter is Lil Zaley, L-I-L-Z-A-L-Y. And my TikTok is Lil Zaley as well, L-I-L-Z-A-L-Y. And my Facebook is Zalia Delona Gonzalez, and we also have a Facebook together. It's Daniela and Zalia. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening.